Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Hey all, this is Colton. And this is Victor, and I have nothing witty to say because I've been too busy preparing for the live Zoom episode we are doing right now. Uh, episode 709, Helter Skelter. And we have probably close to, what is this, like 600 people in the Zoom video. Uh, all you guys who are not win with us, you're really missing out. I mean, The Rock is here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason you go to The Rock. <laughs> I mean, is that, who can you name someone more famous than The Rock? Okay, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's not like controversial. It's just like the most whatever. The Rock. Uh, this is our our live Zoom episode, and we do have we are joined by uh, four people, which is uh, three more than I thought we would have got because the other one was going to be uh, my wife Marissa. So we have. Season seven, episode nine, Helter Skelter. And as we like to do, we try to uh, do some questions before we go into the episode. So Colton, the holidays just passed. And something I don't think we discussed was your favorite Christmas song. Oh, um, I don't even know the name of it, but... What is it like the uh, the ha 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 ha? Was it? I don't even know the name of it. Oh, but every time uh, I hear the, it, I'm just always like, "That's like the, that." That just gets bell, stuck in my head. The Home Alone yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I always think of Family Guy's version of it. He's like, "Holy crap! Here comes Jesus, and he doesn't look too happy." <laughs> yeah, that's why so, it, it really is. It's my favorite Christmas song, even though I don't know the name to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song so much. I don't know the name. I know. Uh, I always did like that song. I am as basic white girl as they come, but the second I wake up, the More day I after Thanksgiving, blasting, blasting. <laughs> you uh, and my wife. Oh my god, y'all are twins. <laughs> I and I. You know what's funny? It's like, and then the next day, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna get tired of this. Like literally tomorrow morning, it's gonna be what I wake up and clean the house to. That song is so good. And then like, I found the um. The version on uh, YouTube, uh, James Corden driving with celebrities, mm-hmm. and it's Mariah Carey and James Corden in the car driving, and all these other random like like Lady Gaga, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are in it, which is weird. Um, I just I love that song so much. I I'll sing that <sighs> on top of my lungs. She um, loves that song. December first, <laughs> that is on repeat in her car. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's a great Chris. It's ugh. um. So on the last episode, we spoke about kind of what happened to us in 2020 and like uh the best and worst thing. Well, I guess just the best that happened to us. Yes. Um. So if yet all you have, and it's funny how you do this. I don't know if people still do New Year's resolutions, but I feel like by January 15th, no one even talks about them anymore. But it's a good mindset to have. I just don't think we've ever stuck to them. But do you have like any 2021 goals? Like if we're sitting here, January, December 31st, 2021, mm-hmm. um, is there anything you would like to be like, yes, I remember I would have said this and now I am. Oh, here. man, that's a really good one. Um, man, I, I actually don't know right now because I'm and I should be. I'm not really big on New Year's resolutions. I'm big on um, 
Lent. I do Lent every year, even though I'm not Catholic. I do Lent. Yeah, you're but- a psycho. I, every year you chose something and you stick with it. Yeah. You don't just I'm- say it. You're probably the one person I know who says they're going to do Lent and you stick with it. I know, and I'm not Catholic. It's so it's weird. I just I really like Lent. I like doing it. Um, is Lent is Lent a specific Catholic thing? I think. Well, I, I that's a th- I think so. I was raised Southern Baptist, which we didn't do Lent, right? Like that's not. I maybe it's like Episcopal and like um, uh, some of the like the offshoots of the Catholic Church, like maybe like Lutheran. But I know for a fact it's cat. It's Catholics do it. So, but yeah, I, I love. I I always do Lent every year. Um, but yeah, no, but for whatever reason, New Year's resolutions, I really don't. I, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, to, be, to be fair, yeah. I am not someone who says I want to accomplish this in 2021, but much like how if you've followed along the podcast from the beginning, I've kind of gone left and right. You know, so I went back and forth on the podcast where like, I, I didn't do it for a while, and then I did it, and then I stopped it, and then here we are. We're back in it. I would have liked at the end of the year for us to actually accomplish, which is like was always my like podcast idea of uh, doing a live show because we're doing these, and we know the ending. And we know how the next whatever. If and when we stick to doing it when the reboot happens you're going to hear how dumb we sound with all <laughs> predictions we have, right? Cause we're gonna be like, dude, I saw the shoe. That's fucking dokes. I know it. The shoe is dokes. And we're going to, you know, and the shoe is going to mean nothing. Yeah. And, and all this stuff. So I think I, I would just have liked to have accomplished doing that because I would have never, like, I never got, I mean, the shows I've done a podcast for are both like 15 and 20 years old. Like, then one podcast and it hit the 10 year anniversary this year. So, <laughs> I mean, if you want to hear two guys talk about really old shows, you are in the right place. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just I, I would like to I mean, if you take away the obvious stuff of like, yeah, I hope like my son is whatever and whatever. Um, that's really all I have to try and uh, do some filler before this. If um, Yeah, I, I really should. I, I really should try to think, you know what? I hope by the end of the year. 2021 i don't have to wear a fucking mask out in public there you go that's my goal i just don't want to wear a mask if you if you and i don't want to get quote-unquote i have no yeah yeah, no no it's not political at all no no no. my question is if you had to bet money do you think in 2021 this exact time next year we are out of it bet betting man yes yeah i I think i don't i don't think it's going to be the first like couple months i i'm hoping by may to june we're mostly we're mostly out of this and the main reason i say that is um we're going on a cruise actually in november of 2021 my parents got like these insane discounted tickets because you know cruise lines are trying to stay afloat and stuff like that and so they got like an eight-day cruise for the cost of like a three-day cruise plus free drink packages and they were like messaging us they're like hey y'all want us to buy y'all some tickets i've never been on a cruise so i was like hell yeah like buy some tickets it was like the the cost like i said of like a three-day cruise so that's the main reason i wanted it's it's my own selfishness i hope it's back because of that (laughs) so yeah yeah I think uh, also, I, I legit I think it will be. I think we'll be back to somewhat normal by November though. Mm-hmm. December. Um so like I said, we are this is our live Zoom episode. And uh for those that are not in the Zoom watching, me and Colton are 
strangely enough, we pulled a lot of strings to make this happen. We're actually, I'm uh, streaming from Dexter's apartment in Miami and Colton is in front of Miami Metro. Mm-hmm. On the pier, um, in daylight. Yeah, we're, uh, I, think, I think in radio, they call this remote. We're on remote. Um, so you guys are missing that. <sighs> Season seven, episode nine, Helter Skelter. Something that I did not do. I'm assuming they're referencing. Actually, you know what? I don't know this. I know Helter Skelter is a phrase. It's also it's a Beatles song. That's the main thing I know it from. Well, what came first, the Beatles song or the phrase? That I actually don't know. I'm um, trying to look it up really quick, actually. And it, to my memory, Helter Skelter just means like madness, like hysteria, right? Helter Skelter is a scenario put forth by Vincent Bogolsi. Bog- I'm most probably yeah um but i don't know when he put forth that theory (laughs) yeah well so i again um okay so is does helter skelter mean that to you too like just madness confusion hysteria yeah that's i mean that's what the song's about and obviously with charles manson with helter skelter with the the family and stuff like that that's what it was can you Explain to me the, J- the Charles Manson thing, because I actually don't know that. So from what I remember really roughly and stuff like that, he thought that the Beatles song was speaking to him, Helter Skelter, by they needed to cause the race wars by causing confusion and chaos. And so that was why when they did the Sharon Tate murders, they wrote like Die Pigs and Blood and stuff like that, um, because they were trying to cause confusion from within. So that would ultimately strike strike up the its race wars that... Um, um, <clears throat> uh, the, the, the Charles Manson was predicting. So, yeah. Okay, and I, oh. I, I, I'm reading this. Yep, yep. And uh, our friend Ed in the chat is saying uh, probably originates sometime around the 1590s. Perhaps a rhyming duplication from Skelt to Hassan Scatter hurriedly, or merely a rhyming, rhyming, rhyming formula, vaguely imitative of hurry and confusion i swear to god i've never i've never read those big of words before in my life um i'm like counting like syllabus (laughs) (laughs) oh there we go there we go third question uh nine times seven oh god nine times seven no no nine eighteen twenty seven thirty six forty five fifty four fifty three yeah there yeah sixty three nailed it yeah my math is it's perfect um all right so i guess that that actually there, there's some stuff you were saying in there about the charles manson helter skelter but uh the the from within stuff i guess that kind of applies to the hitman that's sent out to kill isaac yeah did you say i i i thought i heard at some point you said like within no i mean it's just more like just a cause like so at least with this is I'm just going off of what Charles Manson from what I remember and I could be 100% wrong on this but from what I remember with Charles Manson his whole thing with Helter Skelter was that it's to cause confusion and he wanted to cause it like he needed to cause it because he was going to be the catalyst Helter Skelter to cause this inevitable race war that he was predicting and yeah I mean it's fucking Charles Manson he was insane he was on acid so and MK Ultra was behind everything so we t- talked a little bit before we got into this, but I was always in the impression that this was a rather pretty good episode. And then after I watched it, I felt it a little tad bit empty. But like the question I like to ask, good episode, yes or no? Yeah, it's still a good episode. 
It's all good. Uh, I think on the weaker side of this season, for me, um, I put it like in the middle. I'm not sure why I felt so empty this episode because I, I, I swore there was more to it. And maybe part of it too is that like, damn, this is the episode they kill off Isaac. That was going to be my biggest thing on it. And I, I, not without getting into it too much right now. Um, but yeah, that was my biggest thing. It, it's kind of like what you've talked about though before. Like the episode would have done great with nine. A season would have been done great with nine episodes versus 12. Um, I, I just thought it was weird that Isaac's gone because that's been like the biggest catalyst towards Dexter this whole other than Hannah but this has been like the big catalyst I guess like against him so that was kind of weird and I have everything as one storyline everything everything minus the uh, LaGuardia stuff yeah uh, so let's get into it uh, shit since we can't hear it I still have to do the thing um, so our episode starts out with Dexter and Hannah out at sea on a boat and I cannot remember the last time they showed Dexter on the boat on like just a joyride. I swear I think it's season four is the last time I think they're on a boat. I can't remember. Like just for fun, not not Dexter fucking killing someone on the boat. Um <laughs> you had something pretty interesting and I've already forgotten it. So you can ask the question. Yeah, so the reason I even brought this up to you was and I I, I was texting you about this off air and then um and this was the episode it brought it up to my attention because we hadn't seen him on a boat very much. And then all of a sudden this episode, we see him on the boat twice. And I was just like, I don't own a boat, but I was kind of like when I was watching, I was like, man, I was like, that's a really nice boat that he has. I was like, like, it sounds like it's got good engines. I don't know nothing about boats. Maybe they're shitty engines. I don't know. But they have like this really deep like sound to it. Like it's like a race car. So I was like, it's got to be kind of good. Right. So I did a Google search of what the boat was because I was just kind of curious going down that rabbit hole. And the boat that Dexter has, he actually has two boats. Okay. So when they're filming in Miami, it's one boat. And when they're filming in LA, it's another boat. So the majority of the time is obviously the LA boat, which is the main boat that we know that he has. And that one is a 2001 Century 20. 2900 i guess is what it's called center console salt water that's the name of it so i looked up that boat because i was like i wonder what one of those costs like brand new right it's 175,000. so how is this blood spatter analysis with 175,000? i was gonna nitpick the shit out of this right because on top of that it, now this part i do know boats they say on average if you have a boat um you need to expect the cost of the boat 10 percent of that is your um annual cost of upkeep boats break down all the fucking time which is funny because tom mentions that in this like boats are expensive right boats are really expensive that part i do know there's constant upkeep on them salt water things like that right so i was like how the hell is he getting this boat well i did a little more digging there was a prequel you did a little bit you did a little more what <laughs> Click it. I can't hear it, but click it. Okay, there we go. Um, so there's apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, and god damn, I wish Zach was on this uh live. So Zach, you're not on it. F you. Um, so yeah, throwing it out there. He's supposed to be here now. He took that personally. Oh uh-huh. uh, <laughs> um 
there's a prequel series to Dexter that was a cartoon or something like that. Yeah, animated. It was like a short. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know about this. So I was on Reddit. I didn't watch this. So if I'm wrong, I'm blaming Reddit 100% on this. But they talk about in Reddit, or he makes mention, one of Dexter Dexter's first kills was a psychiatrist. And in that psychiatrist, he actually got the boat from him because he lured him in by he was going to purchase the boat from him. And that was apparently how he lured him in, because before that, Dexter would um, he would, I guess, bury his victims in the Everglades or something like that, from what I was reading. And so that was how he came across his boat. So I can't even nitpick it because now it's an explanation of how he got this boat. So really long story about this boat. But yeah. (laughs) No, uh, uh, so like in in the chat, Zach, as you see the chat, Sean says Zach right now is like shut up, cunt. Um, but I bet you he's <laughs> foaming at the mouth trying to correct everything you said regarding the prequels because the prequels have a lot of uh, um, whatever filler, whatever uh, backstory. To your point regarding the slice of life boat, um, Ed, you're in the Long Beach area, somewhat. Okay, thumbs up. Uh, so I was there in 2018. Do you know where that pier is, where the Ballast Point Brewery is? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like by the water. Okay, so th- there's this, uh, and I only know it because of the brewery, uh, where Ballast Point is. It's all the way in this corner. And I'm bringing all that up to say, and I guess I- I'm not as good to uh, share it on there, but um, this was right, and this is right near where the show is filmed. We always talk about the show's not filmed mm-hmm. in Lo- Miami. It's filmed all in Long Beach. Um, and just right near the brewery, I saw this. I don't know. Are you guys going to be able to see it? I can say uh, that, yeah. It's a fucking yacht. It's well, it's it's called the Slice of Life Three. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought it was pretty pretty ironic that in where the show is, um, where filmed, whatever. Um, I don't, am I wrong in saying I thought maybe that boat was more expensive than one hundred and seventy five thousand? And again, I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't even know my car cost the way it cost but like i don't know nothing about boats like because i was like i was thinking expensive like i was like i bet you that thing's like seventy thousand, like 50 70 000. when i saw 175 i was like good god like that's an expensive thing for i mean you can't sleep on it there's not like a bed like tom's boat that he has has a boat on top of it if you saw it's a boat on a boat <laughs> it's like that's insane <laughs> let me tell you something and then we can move on Something I've never been able to understand, and I don't care how dumb it makes me sound, I still don't understand why how planes fly. Magic. I could. Lo- I could. Lo- it, it. You know what? I got my explanation. Awesome. Magic. Yeah. Uh, Same as magnets. How how, <laughs> how 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 do those things work? As the ICP says. <laughs> I mean, I think we just found our next podcast. Just everything <laughs> in the world we don't understand. <laughs> Trademark that shit right now. <laughs> Dude, what is the internet? Um. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, to get back to the episode, um, I, I think we get some context in the beginning of the episode where Hannah's talking about the reason why she sort of hates these sea, the ocean, whatnot, because she got like thrown in by her dad. That's how she taught her to swim, and like her mom just stood by, and you know Dexter even says like, "Oh, so there was no one there to save you," and like what we're going to get this episode is like Dexter literally. Actually, you know what? That's actually a lie. He doesn't. Well, he kills the two people to get released Hannah released, but she ends up escaping anyway by killing uh Yerg. Yerg, right. Great name. What does that translate to? Yerg. Yerg. <laughs> it, tra- it translates to Yerg. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so the, the 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 thesis or the the point of this episode is we have there's two people two hitmen out on Isaac, and he basically has to survive. I'm not even 100 percent sure. What, I mean, I guess he wants to survive for the point of surviving. But if if, if Victor was his life, like. I don't know. It's kind of like he says, like, what's going to happen after this is over? Like, Victor's still not there, you know? I'm trying to think. So uh, Isaac tries to get Dexter to help him, denies him, comes back, captures Hannah, and now Dexter's going to have to work with Isaac. Right. This this episode is also what I always wish other stuff they could have done with Dexter. If you make him, like, someone knows. I think I've said this on the show before, like, you make Dexter get found out and be like, fine, I won't tell the police, but you have to kill this person for me mm-hmm. instead of just another villain, another, you know, here's another villain that we know Dexter captures by episode 12 and and, and so on. Uh, do you know any of the two hitmen? Are they from anything else? I actually looked them up because I was like, there's yeah. got to be some they, like connection. They look, they look somewhat familiar. I could Nothing. not. I literally looked them up. I could not find anything on them. Uh, I mean, they've been in other stuff, but nothing that I personally recognize. Because I was like, I was like, there's got to be a connection to Six Feet Under, right? Like, I normally try to find that random thing for the podcast. <laughs> nothing. Um, the the uh, the 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 guy from New York, the up close and personal. I think I can't remember his name. The Yank. Um, the he's cat. been in quite a. Yes, he's been in quite a few things. I want to say I want I looked him up on IBD. I want to say he had like sixty something credits, so he's in a good amount of stuff. Um, the other guy, he hadn't been in that much. I uh, so we we arrive at a crime scene where there's essentially a car burnt to a crisp, and then there's a person in there, and then this weird fire investigator. I think his name is Bill Bosa. Keeps showing up. I don't remember. I think really quick they say his name, and they make him look awfully guilty slash suspicious uh if this is like a ends up being the firest the arsonist or whatever i'm done i'm gonna punch my computer i'm done with the podcast if they if they go to that route because i don't remember it if they oh, go to that route funny, you know, okay don't remember it say. i swear to god if he ends up being it i'm done with the podcast you can get marissa back on i'm done it's too wow. obvious it's way too obvious uh i'll just leave that be Okay, but more so, more <laughs> so, um, guys. Anyone else want to host a podcast with me? And we were talking about in the it last episode. No. <laughs> we were we were talking uh, we were talking, and uh, this doesn't help for the people in the Zoom. But we were talking last episode where, at the point where Deborah reveals to Dexter he loves her, we kind of talk about how shitty Dexter reacts, responds, and kind of does a shitty job at like consoling Deb knowing that Deb is rather vulnerable and that really, spot. really shitty job. Yeah. I think he tries to correct it the best way he knows how in this episode. D- do you, do you agree or not? Not really? No, I mean, that's, that's the only way that Dexter knows how to do it. No, go, go ahead. I mean, that's the only way I can describe, like watching how he kind of went through it in this one. I, I don't know. That's the best way I think that he can do it. I think it was interesting because we talked about again, like, like on last episode, that Isaac was saying like love defies reason, and Dexter tries to explain love in the most logical sense about this whole thing about it's a constant like a and that's yes, and I thought it's like he kind of like it's not even best of both worlds. It's Dexter is not able to like love doesn't equal reason for Dex. Well, love, I'm fucking confusing myself here. It was just funny just seeing him explain it in the way. 
where like A plus B plus C equals D mm-hmm. and not like, hey, I know like things being crazy, whatever, just like but like Deb kind of buys it. Yeah, Did you think I think she does. Yeah. Um, he, th- did he start out with some really bad like M&M's thing? And Deb was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't remember the line. It was something like that because then she was like, if I have to eat it more. It, oh, my God. What was it? I don't remember the line because I did I did not get what they were trying to go with that at first. But yeah, it was something with candy. It was M&M's. Yeah. Uh, so Dexter comes home and. Oh, wait. Sorry. Let me re- roll back a second. Everything is going absolutely fine between Deb and Dexter. And it's just so funny watching this show. And we talk about it all the time. The terrible um, phone CGI. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yes, on my way. Come over tonight. Um, <laughs> everything's going fine. But when Deb knows Dexter's texting Hannah, and it's kind of just like blows everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling that phone out. Usually, in most cases, is a terrible time to uh, pull the phone out. <laughs> um, when Dexter comes home, he thinks Hannah is there, and it's actually Isaac, and we learn that he kidnapped Hannah. Uh, I'm going to try and fill time as I bring this up, um, how tall Michael C. Hall is versus how tall Ray Stevenson is. But Michael C. Hall is like four foot nine. Ray Stevenson is like... <laughs> I don't think he's... Four, I, I, think he's, I think he's four foot seven, Michael C. Hall. Okay. And Isaac's oh. got to be at least seven foot. So, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> I'm a horrible witness to any crime, by the way. <laughs> yes, it was the uh, it was the leprechaun I saw robbing <laughs> the bank. Um, so Ray Stevenson is six three, which that's t- that's huge. Oh wow, Michael's- he's actually taller than I thought. I mean, he looks like a big brooding man, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I still didn't think he was that tall. Wow. And they have Michael C. Hall at 5'10", so that makes there's a five-inch gap. <laughs> Bullshit. You think, he, you think he's shorter? Yeah. He's like, I, think he's, I think he's my height. I'm 5'8". If I'm telling the truth, I'm like 5'7". Yeah, I, I always say I'm 5'10", and my wife laughs at me. I'm 5'9". <laughs> I figure Michael C. Hall's my height. I honestly thought he was my height. Like 5'9", 5'8", somewhere right in there. There's no way. <laughs> what did they, what did they, he said he's 5'10"? Yes, they say he's five ten. Because there's even an episode when he's sitting, when he's standing. Uh, the 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 Trinity season when he's standing next to a uh, John Lithgow. Oh. John Lithgow is a big dude too. I think he's six four, if I remember right. Six four. Yeah. Um. So I guess it kind of. I think they make Dexter a little bit taller on the show. All of that to say, <laughs> Does that Tom there's, no, there's no, <laughs> there's no way Dexter overpowers Ray Stevenson. No. Dexter. Hours. But I mean, they give the illusion of so in in the episode. Isaac, okay. So something I think why so, and and I didn't get to think of it until this episode, but it's something I've always said. The best villains on Dexter are always the villains who are one step ahead of Dexter. Mm-hmm. And even though Dokes wasn't a quote unquote villain, he was. You know, Dexter was thinking this way, and Dokes was actually you know getting the blood slides where. Dexter's still trying to deal with dokes locally. Same thing with um, Trinity. Like Trinity was getting the kids and fucking Dexter was over here. Right. And I think it's the same thing like with Isaac here. Like Dexter doesn't actually think Isaac even knows who Hannah is, Mm -hmm. let alone fucking has her kidnapped. And that's what we always loved. (laughs) I'm just reading the chat. I'm sorry. It just totally totally ruined me. (laughs) Um, 
my mustache adds an inch to my height by the way um <laughs> see this is why this is why i can't do live zoom episodes i'm just i'm on a tangent i'm talking about something and that's it i'm out now that's funny that's why i always thought isaac is definitely a a pretty cool villain because he is i think he's if not smarter than dexter he's as smart that mustache comment really fucked me up <laughs> i think my computer reset isaac uh dexter facetimes hannah and after all of that, Dexter's just like probably the funny. It's probably really funny, but probably really sad. If like you're Isaac, all right, I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> yes, I was like, what? That is like a Dexter thing to do. And you know what? Like, and to, like to his sh- response to it, he was like, you know, he's like, I'm hungry. Like that was literally his response. Yeah, like, well, okay, of course. <laughs> I'm go. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. And it's like, okay, you're, you're, you know, the quote unquote love of your life is possibly could be killed. And it's like, no, 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 I need some fucking food in my stomach. But it is such a Dexter thing to do, um, you know, to even give credit, like the next episode, the next scene, like Dexter showing up to Deb's house eating. I feel like that's not shit they do in like previous seasons. Like they no. just eat and whatever. And that's stupid shit that I would, I would nitpick like an idiot. I never caught the line when Dexter shows up at Deb's. Deb starts talking about how I think this is where we start to see the unraveling of Deb that even I think like bleeds into next season because she even mentions she has to take Xanax to go mm-hmm. to sleep. I caught that uh, my second watch through today actually. I didn't catch it the like, first time. And I was like oh shit I know what they're setting up here. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually probably don't even know what exactly they're setting up because it happens I think in the next episode yeah next episode Um I just remember the last because I do remember the last season and her being like really like addicted to pills or something like that. I I, I just remember because for whatever reason, I remember this one scene and I think I've talked about that before um, where he like Dexter goes to like her apartment or something like that. She's like drugged out or something. Um, I don't want to go into too much because that's next season. That's not this season. But I, I do remember she gets a pill addiction. Um, or so, so a drug addiction, right? So, and I think what we talked a lot about last episode. So this is one of those times where I wish we would have done t- these two episodes in one episode because we were talking so much about how much shit Deb is getting piled on her mm-hmm. and how much shit she has to eat this season. And this is like starting of the the repercussions of that because now she can't even like she can't even function her day to day like she says she wakes up in the morning and for one second everything's perfect and then gone <laughs> like you know that's oh an, an incredibly terrible way to live and I, again we talked about like everything she's been going through like of course that was <laughs> you have to start dealing with that stuff one way or another you know right um i guess we're we're in your wheelhouse here dexter's at the shooting range and he takes out Real, I, I feel like you have so much to say. I could probably I put have, my headphones down and come back, and we'll. All I was be here gonna tomorrow. pick the shit out of this. I was going to. I was gonna do it, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let it go. The only thing I'm gonna put on, I just, I have to say this much at least. So, the the, the rifle he buys, which is a Savage, I think it was a 110 or something like that. When he talks about like the the magazine rounds, which that's not a real thing. Okay, there's rounds to a rifle. There's the ma- a magazine is what goes inside the rifle that holds the round. So the actual magazine rounds, that makes no sense to me. But the Savage 110, so I used to work at a uh, gun range for a little bit. I was a manager at one that did long-distance shooting. I personally don't do long-distance shooting. There's way too much math that goes into that, and I'm not good at math. So I don't do that stuff. But 
the Savage 110 is a very, very, very popular rifle for long distance shooting. To find out what round it uses is almost impossible. Each sat first off, there's 20 different versions of the Savage 110. Okay. There's all these different versions of it. There's not one called the sniper rifle and of each version of it, each one, the caliber, which is the round that goes through, it actually shoots it and stuff like that. Each one has, I believe 10 different versions with a different caliber. So it's just, I say that to say it's almost impossible to figure that out because one of the rounds that it shoots is a two, two, three or five, five, six, which is one of the most popular uh, rifle rounds out there. That's what the AR-15 uses, right? So that's an extremely popular round. There's also the 308 and then the uh, 6.5 Creedmoor, which is an insanely popular round. So that's my nitpick on it. I'm, I'm a gun nerd. I get that. It, yeah. We are back from uh, digging guns <laughs> on the uh, digging guns. No, you know, you know, you know, you know what happens. I am somewhat interested in guns, and uh, I just don't. I like loot. I forget magazines. And and what this means, my all my gun knowledge comes from Call of Duty. Well, yeah, and I and like it. I used to be worse about it, but then I, I I can't let that ruin a TV show or movie for me. That's why I would say I'm letting I let it go. I get what they're trying to do. It's what we say. Follow the code on it. You know what? Let's just say that that's fine. That's fine. Let's just follow it. So let's just say that this is this one rifle and it only has one round. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> guns tech. Yeah. Guns. <laughs> um, so Dexter really quickly kills this first hitman, um, which was awesome. I did not see that happening. No, uh, um, I have a moment later in the episode that I completely forgot about. But yeah, it was just it was real quick. Like, uh, how do you I say did, that word? I did no. laugh on it though because how he kills the guy. I can't think of what movie it is, but I was laughing so hard because like he's like sitting there looking around, right? Like Dexter's like staring and he's like looking around, and then like when he ducks down, I can't think of what fucking movie it is. But he's just like all I get in my head, I can see it's like whoop, <laughs> just like disappears. And he's just right behind him. I wish I could remember the movie. It's a comedy that's out, but I, it's yeah, dumb. I don't. Oh my god! I wish I could. I'll, I'll look up the clip and I'll send it to you. Someone, so, someone will find it. Yeah, it's so uh, funny to me. We get Dexter and Deb. I think they start to meet at this restaurant a lot in the next few episodes. It's funny where it's funny slash ironic that Deb is warning Dexter, like, hey, she can kill anyone. See, wow, this is so funny to do when you don't know what happens next. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, I almost have to move on. Deb is warning Dexter that Hannah's a killer and like just because they are in love with each other, it doesn't mean like she won't do it to him. Um, okay. Yeah. I can't even talk so much about it. This scene where Isaac <laughs> Deb is De- uh, Dexter FaceTiming with Hannah again after the first kill. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's basically like doing everything to make sure Dexter's okay. And Dexter's not doing it back. Cause you know, they keep cutting to Isaac and you can see Isaac getting more and more mad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he hangs up. I th- what is this? Hannah doesn't say I love you when they end the conversation. It's like I miss you or something. I think he goes same. No. What does he say? He says, um, me too. Or me awesome. Too. Awesome. Or, or, oh. Something when you. Like- yeah. When you look at it from Isaac's standpoint, the idea of Dexter still has Hannah is in this position and Dexter shows zero emotion for it. That's where that's where that's what Isaac essentially flips out over. Mm-hmm. Like he can't 
And Dexter doesn't have... See, it's a weird episode because even at the end of the episode, Dexter is like, all of a sudden, I feel all these really scary, strange emotions. And I think Dexter here is more so like in hunter mode mm-hmm. uh, because he finds this soccer ball that ends up the houses, the Colombians that he killed a few episodes earlier. So let me ask you. Oh, see, so you, mm-hmm. you you think it's a thing because we have like another fire scene, um, a person that's killed in the elevator and we get the name Bobby. I mean, no, I don't think it's the fire guy. I'm just saying, like, if that's who it is. I'm mad. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's him, but that if that's what they go with, like, that's just in my head what I'm like, they've got to be going with this because it's so obvious, but I'm hoping that it's not. I really hope that it's not. So, yeah. And at, at there, and basically what, what really the episode, the, the, the phantom, the phantom arsonist, it's more of like a, almost like a C plot in this episode. Cause what they really do here is they have McCaffrey tailing Dexter. Mm-hmm. And the plan is to basically lure him in so him and I, well, rather Isaac can uh, uh, kill McCaffrey. It's kind of funny, like at the same time that McCaffrey's killed, did did McCaffrey being killed um, surprise you at all? Mm-mm. Or did you think it was just going to happen? I assumed it was going to happen. Um, I I kind of thought Dexter was going to do it. I was kind of surprised to see Isaac do it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it. yeah, it, it wasn't like a huge surprise. And at the same time that's happening, Hannah is escaping Yurg. Um, now, go ahead. How was it that? So, because I was on when I was when I watched this episode, in my head, I assumed he was choking on the fried green tomatoes because it was like the pepper. Because she was like my grand, my grandpa or grandma or whatever, um, did like a lot of pepper or something like that. But then when I was on, I think it was AV Club, somebody on that mentioned that there's an apparently green tomatoes can be toxic and that he was choking because the green tomato was toxic, which that makes no sense. I, I've had fried green tomatoes. Like that makes no sense to me. So it, it's because of the pepper, right? Like she intentionally made it super spicy or something. I am of the belief that she made it spicy so she had a chance to do something. Okay. Instead so of being like I- under constant watch at the hopefully she made it spicy whatever enough to buy her a time to do something like that is how I took it. Okay, so we took it the same. Okay, because when I read that, I was like, what? I was like, I never got that. I've never heard of green tomatoes being poisonous. And like I said, I've eaten fried green tomatoes a bunch. Like I've ne- I've never been – I've never heard that. So I, I, that's, I was just double-checking on that. That's all. As Isaac is leaving, you know, we get to Dexter. They both toss their guns, uh, gun and knife into the ocean. And I, this is the moment where I was like, oh, this is where I actually gasp is when George shows up. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how the season villain, even though he's not really a villain, uh, is supposed to be Isaac because he's like Dexter's foe. Right. I don't think there's one person I can find that watches the show Dexter that likes George. No. I think he's like the actual, he's shitty on every single angle. He's you know, shittier like- than his haircut, like for real. <laughs> he's just i mean you know there's other stuff we didn't talk about regarding quinn that i think we can get to in a second fitting that he's the one who actually ends up killing isaac because i mean he's the one who ordered all this shit to do it that made me Um, mad what that he did it yeah 
Yeah. Just like, and it, it, it's realistic. I'm not mad at the show. Like, it's just like, really? Isaac, this great, like, guy, like, he did all this and gets brought down by this, like, shitty, like, middle man. That's what George's middle management. That's what he is. And that's what he got brought down by middle management of the Koshka Brotherhood. It's, oh my God. It was, I hate, I hated it. I hated that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they make George ever likable. They make him so much like a sleaze bag throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um. And and again, like like I would, you know, and then we kind of we'll, we'll see what happens. And it, it, this is like where 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 Isaac says like, even if I survive this gunshot, like what's even going to happen to me? Like I have no I have no out in this, you know. Right. Um. To to, to bring up Quinn and Nadia, which we kind of haven't done in quite a few episodes. Um. Again, George being shitty, purposely has sex with Nadia to get Quinn's attention. You took that the same way? Yeah, I Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Quinn find, yeah. Uh-huh. Quinn finding out about this make uh throws him through the glass. Yeah. And that is the biggest fist pump moment for me for Quinn throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Cuz I mean Quinn's also always been sort of you're not really sure where he stands. He's sleazy too. Yeah, and this is like that's like the first moment you're like, wow, finally uh, something positive uh, uh, for Quinn. But that knowing that was going to happen, like I knew that was happening at some point. Um, that that's another moment that, uh, despite having watched this show so many times, fucking completely threw me for a loop. Dexter takes Isaac out to sea, and this is the last of our um, Dexter and Isaac conversations. Mm-hmm. And something we've been talking about the past previous few episodes is basically how Dexter is becoming more human. And yes. I think this is more of a, a series, a show arc, a series arc than it is this season. But, uh, you know, Isaac saying to Dexter, how can, how can you be so close to death and so calm? And, you know, Dexter, I feel like gives this whole shit of death is what calms me. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's more the idea of like what, it's the first time. So the, the episode started out, right. They're talking about, Hannah asks Dexter, like, hey, were you ever scared? And Dexter's like, oh, got to go to work. Completely, like, <laughs> sidestepping it. But, I mean, it's the first time Dexter brings it up where it's, like, the idea of Hannah scares him. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot like we were talking about like last episode. Like, the whole idea of love, I don't want to get too deep on it. Okay. But when you when you're in Dexter's position, when you've probably, I mean, how many times does Isaac say this episode? Like, holy shit, you have a lot of trust issues. And there's reasons why Dexter does. Um, right. To, to, for Dexter to open himself up to Hannah. We talk about all the shit Deb's going through. Imagine what Dexter is going through. We always talk about how immature his mind is because he's a 30-something. But emotionally, he's like five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's the first time I think we've ever seen on the show where Dexter's that emotional with somebody. Does that make sense? Um, it does. I'm trying to think, like, because the only other person he's ever remotely been emotional with has been Rita, and I would say honestly that he's been way he has had way more emotions, way more emotional attachment to Hannah than he ever had with Rita. Yes, because I think there was something of Rita was like a cover, but I think he started to loosen the cover of what Rita was. Whereas I think Hannah from the start, I mean, that relationship is literally born out of almost sticking a knife through her. And that's a hell of a lot more closer to who Dexter is 
than Rita ever is or was, you know? That's true. Um, I mean, because she knows who Dexter really is. Yeah. Th- right, Rita right. never knew. Like, Rita never knew. Like, the worst thing she ever saw with Dexter uh, in her head was he was a drug addict or whatever, recovering addict. Like, yeah. Um, there's a really funny, it's on some show like E E Entertainment Tonight or whatever. And um, Julie Benz is on this show. And she's like, yeah, and here we have Rita Morgan, wife of Dexter Morgan on the CBS Showtime hit series, Dexter. And she's like, hi, everyone. She's like, and well, Dexter is a uh, blood spatter by day. He's a serial killer by night. And Julie Benz is like, what? He's a serial? What show am I on? They, she totally plays like the Rita. Uh, I got to find that. I got to find that clip. But they, they do it really good. That's funny. Uh, I may edit this out. Dexter is a simp for Hannah. You got to understand, little by little, I get, feel much older day by day. I wake up, my back hurts. What does simp mean? Because it just got recently uh, banned on Twitch. And I'm like, I don't even know what it means. Is it a Simpsons reference? I don't know. I, I, I was like, it was just, it's like a simp is just like somebody that they're just over the top, right? They're going over the top for somebody. I always thought that's what it was, right? Oh, I mean, it's, people are shaking their heads. Yeah. So, you someone, and has too to old, unmute, too old. So, someone has <laughs> to unmute themselves and explain it to us. After that, tell me what a dab is. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no one wants to explain what simp is. <laughs> <laughs> The entire, I think I think Rock. I, I'm Listen, really asking this. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, so ed- I'm really asking this for Roxanne. I know what it means, but she doesn't. No, <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. Explain what a simp is, please. So I am doing a Google search, and this right. really makes me feel old. I was going to say. Let yeah. me go to Urban Dictionary. My Google, my, Google search, <laughs> my, my Google search is Michael C. Hall height, John Lithgow height, Ray Stevenson height. What is a simp? A man who foolishly overvalues and defers to a woman, putting her on a pedestal. Someone who foolishly overvalues someone else and defers to them, putting them on a pedestal. Okay. So yeah, I guess it does make sense saying Dexter. Yes, I think he definitely he could definitely um, overvalues what Hannah is. So uh, we I'm have learned try and what sound booty call is, and we've learned what sick <laughs> is now. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do tomorrow at some point? I'm going to be like, yeah, that guy's such a simp to Marissa. I'd be like, you don't know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So Dexter is a simp for Hannah. <laughs> is Isaac a simp for Victor? <laughs> yeah, I guess technically at this point, yeah. Because he's, I mean, he's doing everything for him. And, and he's being buried next to him. It's romantic. Oh, I didn't even, didn't even think about that. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to bring it back to the, everything we're talking about. Isaac, you know, when Dexter says whatever, uh, how scared he is, Isaac says the same thing. Like, I was complete, I was exactly like you, closed off at a distance, and like Victor is what brought him back to life. And much like Dexter says, ironically, also ended up killing him. Like, here we are because of, you know, again, I, I repeat this so many times. It's probably, I should have a sounder for this consequence of love. Look mm-hmm. what happened, how we got to episode nine from Dexter doing that one little thing, killing Victor, that now Hannah ended up being stabbed in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Isaac killed, Victor killed. And something I always hate about the show, Dexter's mm-hmm. just walking on by. He's like, just the house is on fire left and right. And 
Dexter just walks past like everything. Nothing. Dexter has not been affected yet. He's had to deal with shit with Deb. But in the process of all this, he got a new hot girlfriend and Hannah. Mm-hmm. I bought a side apartment. I mean, I can, I'm going to go on in a little bit of a tangent, but. Um, well, it's about to get from what I remember. It's about to get worse for other people involved too, like other people yep. in the season. So the little bits I do remember, like, yeah. When Hannah, uh, so Dexter dumps Isaac oversee and Dex, uh, Dexter has some cool monologue. And this is where I, w- I would be playing it um, if we had the soundboard, but. Dexter talks about like it being like a Western, like, you know, every, every man knows, what does he say? Every bounty hunter knows, fuck, this is why I should have the shit. Recorded. I actually, I really don't remember. He talks about how, if you're going out for revenge, dig two graves. Oh yeah. If you're one going to have the person, you're going, yeah, the person you're going to kill and yourself. Right. Um, and it's just, it's just, God, we could do a mega cut of us just saying how much we like Isaac. And that's where Isaac's storyline ends. I know. Like after this, it just, but I'll tell you what, though. I think it's like I said, this fits a 10 episode arc perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think once, if, if we, I would have liked them, I'm not smart enough to explain all of this, but when you have these villains and whatnot, I think they're supposed to change your character. They say, like in movies, every time you have an action scene, it's supposed to change something to the story. Mm-hmm. If you have an action scene just for an action scene, you just have, let's use a Marvel Avengers. If you have a fight scene where nothing actually changes, you kind of have like lowbrow, nothing movie. Right. These villains are supposed to change Dexter. And while he wasn't a villain, I think brother Sam added to that last season. He mm-hmm. kind of changed Dexter's view. Uh, I think Isaac has done more, you know, I guess we have a lot more with how Trinity changed Dexter. Um, but like Isaac changes Dexter here. He, he, well, like um, brother Sam gave him religion, right? Like I'm using that r- roughly because Dexter's, he doesn't believe in a God, but he got, I guess like, and I don't, I don't mean this. Like he got a conscience kind of right. Like God is like supposedly a conscience. Like that's kind of what he got, I, I guess kind of out of brother Sam. He, kind of got a new way of thinking and stuff like that 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 side of it right well this season you're adding that on to he's now developing feelings for another person because he's never had that before and so victor who is a ruthless killer nonetheless is still somebody that is showing him love the same that sam killed somebody sam was still a rough like he's a killer technically right and that's what uh, not victor i'm sorry isaac isaac is giving him like like advice and showing him that you can love and you can do this and he's learning from it i mean this is kind of like how he's growing and it's not necessarily always for the best because you know he he's still being selfish though like he's he cares about hannah i do actually believe he actually has like some feelings for her but he's also not caring about the feelings of other people he's only literally killing about because he cares for her, so this is it. Yeah, and then, to be fair, and done the same to Isaac. You know, Isaac was willing to sacrifice his entire career with the uh, Brotherhood for his revenge for his his love. You know, so yeah. yeah, we see Hannah is in the hospital. She's recovered by Deb, and I think Hannah asked an interesting question. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know the storyline answer for it. I mean, story wise, you have to keep the plot going, but. Like, why doesn't Deb just let Hannah be? 
She comes in the house. She finds him all bloodied on the floor. And it's the first thing Hannah says, like, why would you even bother saving me? It's just something I I, I never, I know. I just, I don't understand it. I think because my only, and I'm just saying this just out, and I'm probably talking out of my ass about it, is Deb is still a good cop. Deep down, I think she's still, and she can't do it. I think that Dexter got to her whenever she told whenever she told him to kill Hannah and she changed her mind on it. I think legitimately, I think Deb is still a good cop and she knows that if she just let Hannah just sit there and die, she's no longer that good cop. That's that's what I think. That's how I think that the writers anticipated it and can justify it. That's just that's me, though. Did you find at all? Hannah's reaction to how much Dexter was saying how much he he missed her and how you know he's talking about he was being scared like this is what he was talking about did you find that all Hannah's reaction to her that weird I guess her facial reactions did you find that weird at all or not really yeah. no I, I couldn't tell which way she was playing it because she almost looks scared but I know she's not scared um, I, I guess if you didn't see it then that was just me on my own no I, I didn't LaGuardia goes to see Captain Matthews. God, that's what I was talking about. I'm all out of whack without my soundboard. The same way Dexter goes to, I'm sorry, Isaac goes to Dexter, denies the help, ends up coming back. Now you have to help me. LaGuardia goes to Matthews. I need your help. Matthew says no. Matthews comes back. Mm-hmm. I need your, I you need to help me. Uh, like you said, he needs the money. He needs to get the end of his pension. Yeah, though, as a former state employee, that pension's serious. No, he's. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. no. Or <laughs> he like three months away from it, whatnot. Yeah, when I, yeah, yeah, no, that's serious. <laughs> and this is where. Do I feel like bringing this up? Where are we at in time? Damn, see, this is something I would like to ask. Do you have anything regarding this or not really? Right now? I, I mean, I think it's interesting that they're bringing back Matthews. I wasn't expecting that. Um, so. I'm assuming he's going to play a bigger role. I I don't I just don't remember. I really don't. I I want to say I remember him coming back a little bit, but I don't remember what happens. And so I didn't I was kind of surprised to see it happening. Um but I like it. I like cuz I've always liked the Matthews character. I think he adds a good little bit of drama and he's a connection to Dexter's past which I think is really good. There was stuff, and this is more about season eight. There was, I remember there was rumors. I remember like someone had found like the end of season eight and they like released it. And, or maybe this was an alternate plot they were thinking of, but Matthews knew all along that Dex was the Bay Harbor butcher and he always kept it because there's a scene where she brings up, she says something like, oh, the boats at the docks and just something about the way Matthews looks. I wonder if as season seven ended, that was a particular plot they were going to go with for season eight. And then something happened where they changed it. Um, and it, it, the only thing that made me remind me of it is the way Captain Matthews looks or hmm. Thomas Matthews. He just has this look in his eye, but I mean, that would make sense because um, him and Harry were basically best friends, right? There was this whole crazy, I have to find it, but there was a, a really great write up. And I, I can't now. I can't remember if this was a fan edit or this is what they thought it was going to be. Um, 
Yeah, because I think like Captain Matthews is the one who kills Dexter because he's like, damn, I had this whole perfect thing for you and you fucked it up. That's a holy side tangent. Um, this sort of ends what I have for this episode. Next episode is the dark whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does sound like more impressive. I swear I'm going to find I, I, I could swear that was something that was. I mean, and we could find it by dates because, you know, if anything, pre-June 2013, I'm almost positive this was something that was written as we got in. Um, all right, Colton, let's close out and let's hang with all 400. Oh, we dropped from 600 to 450 people in the Zoom chat, but we'll manage. Um, Colton, Damn. if you don't have anything on this episode, on this uh, first episode of 2021. Nope. Hopefully everybody is listening to this and was safe and was not drinking and driving like a bunch of assholes. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. And I'd be playing. I think I could play sounds now, but no one can hear it. Um, Shut up, cunt. I'll, 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 I'll uh, replicate it. Shut up, Shut cunt. Up, cunt. <laughs> Happy Chinooka. All right. And with that being said, we can. Uh, Sean, Sean is with us in the in the chat. Uh, um, wanted to plug his podcast, uh, Family with Benefits. Yeah, so go listen to that. Uh, Sean from Season 7, Episode 6 fame. Oh, Season 6, Episode 6. Or is it F7? Fucking Christ, I'm bad at this. Yes, so uh, remember to check out Sean's podcast. And with that being said, we will talk to you next episode, everybody. Sounds good.